Welcome back to Talking Frankly. I am your host, Frank, like always. And today, I'm going to be talking about a few things. Now, if you've ever talked to anybody and you've set up a date, I'm pretty sure at least once you've been bailed on. You've been canceled on. And they always give you an excuse. They always say something. Something happened. They got sick. They're grandma fell broke her hip uh whatever it is they always get you, they always hit you with something now first of all first of all here's the thing if you're gonna cancel on somebody and you know you're gonna cancel on somebody and you know you're gonna lie at least have the decency to lie ahead of time don't cancel on the day of don't cancel an hour before y'all were supposed to meet up. Stop doing that. Like, that is one of the worst things you could do to somebody. Like, they set time aside for you, and you knew you weren't going to show up. Like, just say it, man. Like, just say it. They always, and they always do this thing where, like, Especially girls, because I don't I don't know how guys make excuses, because I can only talk about me or my experience. I've never experienced dating a guy, but um, not that there's anything wrong with guys dating guys. Whatever, hey, go fuck whoever the fuck you want to fuck. Um, but yeah, why is it that like they always wait <laughs> to the day of? Like I don't get that. Like why why are you so scared? Like what do you think's gonna happen? You think you're gonna cancel on me and I'm gonna like evaporate or melt? I'm not made of sugar. You know, I'm not ice cream. I'm not going to melt under your intense heat of rejection. It's just not what's going to happen. And, like, this this happens a lot. Um, when, like, when you, when you ask someone out on a date, instead of just being honest with, like, hey, you know what? I kind of don't really want to go today. But here's the stupid-ass excuse. So now, not only are you a liar, not only did you waste this person's time, but now you completely killed any potential of anything happening. You, you stood in your own way. If, if you really have no actual valid excuse, you were just stepping in your way. Because you never know. Maybe if you had gone that person, you would have realized, if you had gone with that person, you would have realized that he or she was perfect for you. But you didn't even give it that chance. And I think that a lot of people are just afraid of taking that chance. I really do. I think that's what it is. I don't think they're doing it to be mean. I don't think they're doing it because they just want to fuck with someone's time. I think they're just afraid of taking that chance because it might uh, end up badly. And that's not good. Because you'll never know what could happen. You, you'll never know. If, if you don't go, if you don't give it a shot, you're never going to know if it was good or if it was worth it. And people need to stop standing in their own way. However, like, this is the thing. When... The fuck is that? Jesus. Somebody's like... Chopping down a tree or something? And see, here's the thing about me. Like, um, 
I don't care about getting rejected. I really don't. If you're not interested and you say no, cool. What I care about is being lied to. I hate liars. I have no, I have no uh, sympathy for liars. I hate it. There's no need. I'm, I can take the truth. I don't. I'm not gonna break down in tears because you don't want me. But if you lie to me, I, it it pisses me off. It really does. And like. And, and this is not only with, like, dates and stuff like that. I'm talking about, like, if you set a, a time to do something with a friend or a business deal or something, and they cancel on you with a stupid-ass excuse. Like, I no longer want to do anything with you. I no longer want to be your friend. I no longer want to be acquainted with you because you're telling me like you don't value my time you think it's so easy to just play with it and then like and the thing is like i i I can see through the bullshit like i'm not the person you're gonna lie to like i could see past you like you're fucking see-through and sometimes i hate it sometimes i hate how right i am because like I know you're lying to me, so I can't just take it as if, oh, this is the truth. I know it's a lie, so I can't just be cool about it. And I wish I could. I, I, I'm more, I wish I could. I wish I could just take it as face value and just like move on with my day. But because I know it's a lie, it sticks with me. It, it stays. You know, I keep thinking it's like, nah, man, but like. She's not telling the truth. She's lying. She's not doing that. Like, I know you're lying. It's it's a fucking lie. Like, and so for me personally, it's a lot harder for me to just let go or get past an excuse because I know it's not true. And I don't know if that's for a lot of people, but it is for me. And I don't like it sometimes, but whatever. And um, and, and also the thing with me I don't normally ask out a girl unless, like, I'm actually interested. Like, I'm the type of guy that if I'm just trying to mess around, I will tell them straight up because I don't want to waste their time and I don't want them to get confused or get hurt. If I just want to have, you know, just mess around, I tell them. And if they're cool with it, cool. And if not, I respect it and I leave them alone. But, but that's me. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people would just play it nicely and just kind of let you figure out that they don't want you. But I don't do that. I'll tell you straight up. And um, it sucks that a lot of people don't. It sucks that a lot of people are just afraid to just be like, hey, yo, you know what? I'm not interested in you. Um, I'm not going to give you this uh, fake, like, oh, my dog got sick excuse. I'm just going to tell you I'm not interested. Um, but thank you. And let's not hang out. And it it's kind of harsh, but there's nothing really you could do with that than accept that. Because they're being honest. It'll suck. Be like, yeah, damn, I was interested in her. She's not interested in me. That kind of sucks. But you know what? There's nothing I could do about it. There is absolutely nothing that I can do to change her mind. So you just have to accept it. 
Instead, what happens when you give these stupid ass excuses that are lies, you you make the person. So again, let me give you an example. Okay, let's say a guy asked you out, and you didn't want to go because you weren't interested, but you said yes, and the guy's all excited because he thinks that you were interested in him. So he's looking forward to it the entire week, and so the day comes. And he hits you up, right? He's like, hey, just making sure, like, we're still good today. Like, do you need me to come pick you up? And then you hit him with a, oh, hey, I'm sorry, but I think we're going to have to, like, bail because, like, my grandma got sick and, like, I forgot I had a bunch of stuff I had to do, right? Very, very clearly, that is a lie. However, the dude may not know. He may not pick up on it. So in his head, he's like, Oh, you know what? Shit happens. Um, She's probably still interested. We could do it another day. So then he says, cool. You know what? Yeah, let's. that's cool. I'm sorry about your grandma. Let's just figure out another time. And she says, cool. So then there, after that, the dude is still thinking. He's like, you know what? It it just stuff happens. Um, I'll ask her again in a couple of days. So a couple of days go by and the dude hits her up. Or they see each other and he's like, hey, you know what, like, how's your grandma? And you're like, oh, she's better now or my dog's better now or whatever the fuck I said. And then he says, cool, well, like, hey, um, there's this thing happening Saturday. Um, Would you want to go to it? And again, because you don't want to be hurtful, you say something along the lines of like, yeah, let me, let me, uh, we, yeah, let me see if I can. So then the guy's like, cool, she still wants to hang out. But he doesn't know that she is trying to let him down easily and she doesn't know how. So then a couple days go by. He doesn't hear from her. And he hits her up. It's like, hey, did you want to go Saturday? The girl probably doesn't respond at this point. Because that's how women are. That's how women are. That's what women do. Um, so then she doesn't respond. And so the guy's like, well, damn, like what? What's going on? Like, I, I, I actually like this girl. Like, what's happening? She's not responding. So he hits her up again. He's like, hey, did you get my message? Like, are we, did you want to go? So now what starts to happen is the girl starts getting annoyed. She starts like, oh, man, this guy's a creep. He won't take a hint. He won't leave me alone. But nine times, like eight times out of ten, the dude isn't being a creep. And this is what women need to understand. When that sort of thing happens, the guy isn't being a creep. He's actually trying to get a chance to hang out with you. Because you have let it gone on without being honest, you have given the impression that you are interested in him pursuing you. And that's why he's doing it. But now the girl starts getting mean. She starts saying like, hey, I'm, I'm busy. You know, she starts getting like that. And so the guy in his head, he's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, she's busy. Let me, um, let me, let me leave it alone. However, I do like her. So at one point, I'm going to bring it up again because I want to know what's going on. And he's confused. He doesn't know what's happening. So he brings it up again. And then that's when things get awkward because now the girl's like, hey, like, I'm busy. I don't know why you keep messaging me. Like, can you like relax? So the dude's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, you you made it seem like you wanted to do it. Like, I'm not, I, I didn't think I was trying to, like, 
insult you or disrespect you or anything. And then the girl's like, yeah, like maybe you're just, you just need to calm down, right? So at this point, she starts saying like, I think you're being too much. But the thing is, he wouldn't have been too much if at the beginning she would have just said, hey, you know what? I'm not interested in you. I don't want to hang out with you. See, like women, y'all... Y'all need to, like, you underestimate guys. Like, you really do. You think that we're just, like, these creeps who are going to keep bothering you. But that's not the case. And, and women don't like admitting this, but a lot of times they continue to get impressions that they are interested. And they do it for several different reasons. Some do it because they like the attention. Some of our, Some are oblivious to it, which... Is I think is a fucking lie, but whatever. Some are oblivious to what they're doing and they don't see any problem with them doing what they're doing. Some do it on purpose. Some do it on purpose because they want to hurt the guys. Some do it because they're talking to some other guy and they don't want to like lose their options so they leave this guy hanging. But the only thing that does is fuck with that dude. And you didn't know if this guy was actually right for you because you never gave him a chance when you just could have and but and it's cool that you didn't want to give him a chance but they could have said it y'all could have said it from the beginning and avoid all that awkwardness there was no need for that scenario to get awkward and it happens a lot that kind of thing happens a lot it's happened to me several times because the girl seems interested and she seems like she wants me to pursue her but then she just falls off and I couldn't catch that she was trying to let me down easily because I didn't know what I was dealing with. But now I do, you know, and, and it, it sucks because like, uh, and, and so it, it's really simple now that like how to tell if someone's lying. <clears throat> and, and, and here's how. Let's say, no, no matter if it's a date, no matter if it's a, like a friend thing, if it's business related, if somebody cancels on you, with absolutely no attempt at seeing you again, it is a lie. A hundred percent of the time, it is a lie. I don't care what the excuse was. I don't care if they say, oh, my grandmother died, or I'm very sick, or my dog died, or what, or I got hit by a bus, or a meteor hit my head and I am unconscious. It is a lie. Ten out of ten times. If someone cancels on you with no attempt at seeing you again, it is a lie. They do not want to see you. So let's say you meet someone, right? And you genuinely like them. And I, and I, and I accept that like life happens and sometimes things do happen. Sometimes you are excited to go meet somebody, but you get into a car accident and there's no way for you to get there. Or sometimes you wake up and you feel like shit and you don't want to go. Or sometimes a family member does unfortunately pass away or there's something wrong that you can't make the date. That happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. However, if someone was really genuinely looking forward to seeing you, if they really wanted to get to know you, they would not cancel on you without making an attempt to see you again. 
if someone is really looking forward to you and something does happen, they will make the effort to see you again. So for example, if a, if you as a guy or a girl, whatever, and you ask somebody out or you're planning to hang out with somebody and an hour before y'all are supposed to meet, they message you with, hey, you know what, like, my mom just passed out and we're going to the hospital. If they want to see you again, no matter what the reason is, they will say something like this. They will say, I'm, I'm really sorry to have to cancel on you, but um, some stuff came up. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, there's this thing on Saturday. Do you want to go to that instead? Um, let's do Let's do this on Tuesday. Let's go do this this other day. They are telling you, hey, you know what? Something did come up here, but I want to see you and I'm going to make it happen. That's how you know that the excuse that they gave you is real. That's how you know that that excuse is real. When someone doesn't want to see you and they give you a lie as an excuse, they want to end it there. They don't want to give the option of having to go through it again. Because they know they're going to bail again. So if they were to say, hey, like, let's go tomorrow. They know that tomorrow they're going to bail again. They don't want to do that because they're afraid of letting you down. So they don't even give that option. But when somebody is actually trying to see you, they will want to see you. They will make it happen. And that's what people need to understand. If somebody at any point cancels their chance of seeing you, and they don't make an effort to see you again. Because now it's on them. They canceled. Now it's on them to reschedule. And if they don't, it's because they don't care. And that is just something you're going to have to accept. So, like, especially with me, that's why when I get an excuse, I know it's a lie. Because you're not making an effort to see me again. I know you're lying. So, like, now I can't get over the fact that this excuse is a lie. Like, cause it's, it's it, like people are easy, man. Like people are so like easy to just like break down psychologically by how they do things and how they react to things and how they handle situations. And, and once you know how to see that, once you like accept that that is how people work, it's so easy to just see when you're getting fucked with and when someone is not actually as interested in you as you may be in them. And yeah, that is that, that's why I hate people that like just give excuses. I hate cuz most of the time they're lies and I hate liars. I hate them. I can't I don't care how hot you are. I don't care how attractive you think you are. If you lie for no reason, then I instantly become any attraction I had to you is gone. Because there's no reason to lie. There's absolutely no reason to lie to someone because all it does is it makes people have hope that, you know what, maybe this person actually likes me. This is, this is crazy. I haven't felt like this for someone. Maybe this person actually likes me. It just builds that and then you crush them when you eventually toss them aside. And it hurts, man. It hurts. 
Like, it's happened to me a couple times. You know, I'm not immune to it. Like, shit, like, I've been interested in girls, and they're just not interested. And But they make it seem like they are. And then eventually they keep giving me excuses, excuses that, like, it just fizzles out or becomes awkward. And that sucks. I don't know if that happens as much to women as men. Because it's like, it's a lot easier for women to go on a date. It's a lot easier because there's always 50 guys who are going to go after her. And, and she, she, she has, most women have options, more options than guys. That's just is what it is. Which is fine, you know, whatever. But um, I don't know if that's how women are. I'm interested. If you're, you're, if you're female listening to this, is that kind of how it goes? Comment below, message me, uh, tell me, tell me what's up. Let me know. Uh, cause I want to know, uh, but yeah, so like those are pretty, this is, that's how you basically know if you are getting fucked with. However, let's talk about a date. Let's say they didn't give you an excuse. Let's say y'all actually hung out and you're about to meet them and they're actually interested and they're excited to see you, right? A lot of people, um, I've been on several dates where the girl just has nothing to say, has nothing to add to it. And there's, that's a whole different, like, there's a whole different reason why they do that. There's some girls out there who, like, are just so beautiful that they never really found how to speak with anybody. Because they're so used to people just coming up to them and, like, giving them everything. And, like, it's so easy for them, right? Um, but then also some people are just shy and they get nervous and they just forget what to talk about. And they don't realize what makes a good conversation. And one thing about me, if I'm going to be honest, not to sound cocky, I think I'm a really good date because I keep the conversation going and I try to make it fun. But sometimes I end up with girls who are just not fun at all and they're boring and they have nothing to say. They don't have any stories. They have nothing to add to the conversation except just sitting there and being pretty, which I don't like. That's why with me, I prefer like a goofy ass girl who is always like saying some weird shit. Um, Some nerdy, dorky girl. I prefer them over like the super attractive ones because a lot of times, not to be offensive, but a lot of times the attractive ones are just empty headed girls like they have nothing else to talk about except for like fashion or clothes or money or all this shit right or they're like how they're a bad bitch and all this shit uh sadly that's the case a lot of pretty girls are like that a lot of attractive girls think that like they have to put no effort in it and it's sad um that's why they end up with like such assholes but whatever um So I figured I'd give you a few things to talk about on a date. And these are like, these are guaranteed to like make a conversation. Because the key to a conversation, the key to a date is don't ask so many questions that are yes or no's. Because those questions are boring. Like, have you, have you ever been to the museum? It's like, yeah. Or like, did you grow up in Houston? Yes. It really, it really doesn't give them enough to like go off, right? So what you want to do is you want to, you want to find topics to talk about, like that's really gonna bring out the the real person, who's gonna let them be free to like just be themselves. And so here are a few that I've come up with. 
The first one you want to talk about is places you've been to and where you want to go. And this isn't asking them like, hey, have you been here? Have you been there? No, no, no. Talk about like your favorite vacation stories, right? So like if you went to Paris and you loved going to the museums or something like that, talk about things like that. Ask them like, hey, what is your favorite place that you've ever been to? And they'll probably say it. So now you have something to ask them more about. Ask them like, what was your best, what what was the best kind of food you ate there? Like you'd be surprised because like when people go to vacations, when they go somewhere, they're usually spending money. You know, they're usually going to have fun. So there's a lot of things that happen on vacations. And most of the time, they're good memories. And if they bring it up, it's because they liked being there. So now you get this this actual like person talking about something that's interesting to them. And you now see them as who they really are. And also talk about where you want to go. Places in the world that you want to visit. And like why? Why do you want to go to Switzerland? Oh, because like it's beautiful. It's sunny. There's hills. There's mountains. I love nature. Um, I've always wanted to like go paragliding it's like oh shit no way that's cool me too man i love nature what no fucking way awesome let's go to switzerland no because i just met you but shit like that you know like it gets the conversation going by asking people about where they've been and where they want to go because there's so many things that it could lead to so many things it could lead to food you could find out their love of culture so yeah that's definitely one that you would definitely lead to conversations so another thing you could talk about is your fandoms if you, don't know, if you don't know what a fandom is, it's basically what you kind of like geek out over. Uh, like for me, anything to do with like superheroes or like Doctor Who, like that. That's what I. That's what I love to talk about, right? That's what I'm. I'm passionate about, like superheroes and all this shit. Um, or some people it could be The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, uh, like a TV show that you just like obsess about. That's what a fandom is. So if you talk about that, right? It's like. If you ask this person, like, hey, what is your fandom? They'd probably be like, what? Like, what is your fandom? And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Then explain it to him. It's like, oh, yeah, like, definitely, like, oh, shit, let me see. Uh, fucking, uh, oh, Pokemon, you know? Like, fuck, I go crazy with Pokemon. It's like, what? No way. Like, what's your Pokemon about? It's like, oh, it's my favorite Pokemon. Is this shit? Did you grow up watching Pokemon? Fuck, yeah, I did. I would wake up in the mornings, fucking ate a bowl of cereal watching Pokemon. And all this shit, right? Oh my god, do you want to like fucking get married? No, I just met you. But um, it's this, it's like when you talk about fandom, like you really see like what this person's like passionate about. And and that like, it tells you so much about a person. Not only like something that they actually care about and they geek out over, this is them being them. This is what they do when no one's around. This is what they enjoy when they're by themselves. And you get to see them just enjoying talking about what they truly love. And it's one of the, it's one of the most, like, a, like, personally for me, like, when a girl starts going off about something like she's passionate about, whatever it is, it's one of the most adorable and attractive things I've ever seen. Like, it, just hearing a girl talk about, like, something that she geeks out over and, like, is truly passionate about it, it's so attractive to me. It's so attractive. And like, by asking them their fandom, you you get a glimpse of that. You get a glimpse of how passionate this person could be. And that's a good thing to see when you're trying to date someone. You want to see 
how much they could care about something. And it's also a fun conversation because it may they might even introduce you to something you didn't even know. That's how I got into Doctor Who. I was talking to a girl and she was obsessed with it. And we talked about that. And then I became obsessed with it because I love the show. And so you instantly like, you could instantly find something that like y'all could do together. Like, let's say they, they say like, oh yeah, I'm really into anime. and But you're not into anime. And they tell you like, here, let, let, we could watch some videos and shit like that. And you watch it and you really like it. Like you genuinely like it and you love it now. So now you have something that you bonded over and that y'all could both enjoy doing. By simply asking about their fandom. And asking questions about it and being interested about it and just letting them be geeks. Letting them show you what they're passionate about. And everybody has a fandom. I don't care what you are. It's not just Doris. Anybody has a fandom. Some Everybody has something that they obsess about. It doesn't have to be a TV show. It could be cars. If they're obsessed with it, if they, that's what they love doing. That's what makes them happy. Why wouldn't you want to know? <laughs> That's a perfect conversation. Like, there's nothing. It's just gonna make everybody happy. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be happy that they're there with you. It's like, oh man, this this person's asking about what I like. Like, what? This person is actually having me. They're listening to me talk about like this really nerdy shit, and they like it. Man, like this person's awesome. What the hell? I want to keep talking to this person. Uh, but yeah, definitely talk about fandoms. Now, one of my personal favorite things that you could talk about is paranormal things. Now, this one may sound a little strange, but I have a theory, right? And I do this a lot and it works. Whenever I'm in a group of people that I just met, I always try to segue the conversation into some into paranormal stuff, right? Because when you're first meeting somebody, it's always a little bit like, it's always a little awkward. Weird, I don't know you. I don't know if we could talk on a on like a certain level. I don't know if we could joke around the way like I joke around. Uh, so you do like small talks like, oh, where are you from? Oh, okay, you do this. Oh, cool, where'd you used to do all this shit? But those conversations are boring, right? But the second you introduce something like, oh, yeah, you know, like, do you believe in ghosts? They're going to look at you a little funny. It's like, what? It's like, do you believe in ghosts? They'll be like... I mean, sort of. and But then you say, like, okay, like, have you seen anything? And they'll be like, honestly, yeah, maybe, like, my grandma, like, saw something. And then, like, what did you see? And Or maybe they did see something, right? So they get into it. And they're, start, they're starting to say shit like, oh, yeah, when I was younger, like, I saw this, uh, this shadow person in my room. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, yeah, I saw a shadow person. It's like... When I would have like sleep paralysis, I would see this constant shit. And then that person's like, oh my God, that happens to me all the time. It's like, what the fuck? Really? It's like, yeah. Oh my God. Do you want to have my kids? No, I just met you. But, uh, but it's one of those topics that like just lets people be weird. They, they instantly just put their walls down. They forget like about everything else and they just start being weird. And like, I have a theory that once you get someone to be weird, there's really nothing that can make the date go bad because you've already seen the weird. You've already accepted it. So after that, all the tension is going to be gone. All the nerves are going to leave because you just talked about ghosts or the chupacabras. Why would you be nervous about talking about anything else? You'd literally, 
just told this person that your grandmother would see witches in her fucking backyard. That date has nowhere to go but up from that. Even if you do something weird, you've already talked about ghosts. You've already talked about how you saw Bigfoot when you were seven years old. And and if 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 you if you mention that and the person you're with has no reaction or no follow-up questions or none of that, that person sucks. But I guarantee you, most people will want to talk about that because that is something you don't talk about on a regular basis. And that's what you want on a date. You want to make an impression, you want to like be different than everybody else. You want them to show that like, hey, you know what? Like we can talk about whatever. And in their head, they're like, yo, I like this person, man. Like I could talk to them about whatever. I want to see them again because I know it's not going to be boring. Like we could easily just be talking about like our jobs and everything. But this dude or this person is talking about ghosts. What the hell? They may think you're weird. But it's something that like makes the tension go away. It really is. And you should try it. Try it next time you're on a date. Bring it up. Bring a paranormal shit and you'll see what I mean. Now the uh, the last thing, the, the last little tip. So the next tip. So so the so the the next tip that I'm gonna give you is gonna be um So the fourth and final tip that I'm gonna give you on what you could talk about on a date. And this one could get deep. So I wouldn't start off with this one. I would uh I would wait for it to be a little later in the date. Um but I would I would talk about like what they would die for and what they would kill for. And I, I know that sounds intense, but if you ask somebody, like, yo, what on this planet would you die for? And they're going to be like, oh, shit. That's a deep-ass question. Let me think about it. And so they think about it. And they'll say something along. And they'll say something that will, like, I guarantee you will blow your mind. Because you never know what they're going to say. But whatever they say is what they truly, truly care for. So they could say something like, oh, I would die for, I would die. So they could say something like, oh, I would die for like all the homeless animals in the world. Like I love, I hate seeing like homeless animals on the street with nowhere to go. <clears throat> if I could die for that and like have them have a home, I would do it. As a person, you instantly see this person's heart by what they answer to this question is. You you see what they they genuinely care for so much that they would die for. And this leads to so many conversations. And it lets you know who you're sitting across from. What level of human you're dealing with. And I think that's important. I think that's important. And also you get asked, like, what would they kill for? Because it's the same thing. That's what absolutely they will not stand for. They could say something like, oh, I will kill anybody for, like, messing with my family. That's letting you know that they value family. And loyalty over everything else. 
that's the kind of person you're dealing with. And like these questions are guaranteed to lead to like deeper connection. I promise you, if you use any of these questions, if you use any of these topics, it will lead to an actual deep connection with this person. You will see that you will see if this person is different from everybody else. Just based on these questions alone, I guarantee you, try it out. Next time you go on a date, try these topics out and let me know how they work. Now, the thing, the last thing I'm going to talk about before I go ahead and get out of here um, is who should pay for the date? Now, there's a lot of opinions on this. Uh, there's a lot of different views. Some say the guy should pay because he's the guy. Yeah, no matter what. Um, some say it should be it should be balanced. It should be half and half. Some say each person should pay for themselves. However, I believe that nobody should pay for the date. I believe if it's a first date, I believe that it should be something that is free. And it's not because I'm cheap. It's not because I don't want to pay for the girl. But here's the thing. And th this is like, and you can think whatever you want, but as a, as a man, I never think the woman owes me anything. She doesn't owe it to me to like, let me sleep with her. She doesn't owe it to me to like suck my dick or any of that shit. She doesn't owe me a damn thing. But you know what? I don't owe her anything either. I don't owe it to her to pay for the date. I don't know her. We're both getting to know each other. If, if, if you are not expecting to give me anything on this date, how... Does it make sense for you to expect for me to give you everything? How does that make sense? That is, that is so insane to me. The fact that like there's still women out there who expect to be taken out and, and dined and all that. With no expectations of having to give anything back. Like, who are you? Like, why would... I'm barely getting to know you. Why do I have to pay for you? You might be a shitty person. And just because I'm a guy, I have to pay? Fuck that. Fuck that. Nobody should pay for the date. That way, there's no pressure. There's no pressure on the guy. It's like, oh shit, do I even have money for this? Do I even have enough? Like, what if she gets super expensive shit and I can't pay it? And there's no pressure for the girl. It's like, oh shit, he just paid for like this super expensive dinner. Now, like, do I have to like sleep with him? Like, do I have to like do something? It takes that pressure off. Find something that's free, man. Like, go to like a free event in your town. Something like y'all could have fun doing, but nobody has to pay. That way you could just forget about pain and focus on getting to know the person you're with. Focus on that. Figure out something. Go to the park. Go fucking fly a kite. Do some shit, man. Like, 
there, there's, there's museums are for free some days. Uh, there's fucking go play basketball. Fucking go to a bar that has like free pool or free ping pong or some shit, man. Like go to karaoke. Go do karaoke. Do something that is free that you don't have to pay that neither one of you has to waste money. Because what if you go to the date and y'all both don't feel anything? How is it fair that one person has to pay when there's no connection? The first date, I believe, should be something free. It should be fun, and it should be something you both enjoy, and it should be free. Now, after that, I believe, like, the in a perfect world, everybody would, like, chip in. Like, I got this date, you got that one, you know? After the first one, though, I believe that first one should just be free and it should take off the pressure for any for anybody to have to do anything. And I know a lot of women are going to disagree with that because they still have the mentality is like, oh, you're the guy you have to pay. Like You have to take me out to do this. It's like, Fuck that shit, man. Like I've, I've had girls like get mad at me because like they hit me up and then like like they hit me up, like, especially on dating apps. Like, I get hit up a lot. They're like, hey, where are you going to take me out? Like, Who the fuck? You're not even going to say hi? You're not even going to talk to me? You're just going to ask me, where am I taking you out? Why? Usually when that happens, like, I have no interest in taking them out. So I just, like, fuck with them a little bit. So they ask me, it's like, oh, so where are you going to take me out? It's like, oh, so when are you sucking my dick? And they usually respond with, like, oh, fuck you. What the fuck? And they block me, right? Which I think is hilarious. It's like, you literally never spoke to me and your first thing is asking me where i'm gonna take you out i don't even know if you're real i don't even know you don't even know if your name on here is real but you're asking me where i'm gonna take you out that shit is insane that is crazy to me man like how how do people do that (laughs) how much nerve do you have to do that And then, like, but but the thing is, like, it sucks because, like, some guys, if you don't pay for the girls, they are no longer interested in you. Like, that's the thing. Like, they, uh, they value your, they put so much value of you as a man on if you can, like, pay for shit. And that, and that's so toxic, man. That, That is so, like, that is such a double standard. Like... If we if if we as men can't put like oh this girl has to like if if she can't like if she doesn't let me hit like she has no value, but like women can think the same about men with when it when it comes to pain, but nobody says anything. If it's okay, they just look away. They just look the other way. So you know what? Yeah, it's a, it's a female. That's how it's supposed to be. Like that that shit is insane to me. I don't understand it. I I don't get how that works. Like. And then like, um, and then like, and then there, there, and then like, it's crazy because like, um, there's some guys that say like, oh, I believe the woman should never have to pay, like the girl is never gonna pay her bill, bills, never gonna pay for like food and all this shit. I'm always gonna pay that. And the girl's like, oh my god, finally a real man that could take care of me. But then those guys usually end up being super controlling. Those guys think of you as nothing more than like an object that is his. 
And, like, women don't see that. They see it as, like, oh, this guy can actually take care of me. Which is insane, too. Like, people are crazy. I don't, I don't understand people, man. Like, I really don't. Sometimes I really don't. Sometimes I don't. Like, how do you not see what's really happening? How, how is it that you're so blind that you can't see what's actually happening and what's going on? Yeah, great. You're getting a free meal, but is that even worth it? Like, honestly? And the sad part is, is like, it is worth it to, like, a lot of girls. A lot of women just want that shit. And, but the same thing, a lot of men just want someone who they can just, like, buy. That's essentially what they're doing. When they take you out and they're paying for all this shit, they're basically just buying you. That's all it is. And and I'm I'm sick of, like... I'm sick of, like, the, the this fucking new, like, fucking thought of, like, oh, women have to be, like, we have to, like, win them over. We have to, we have to be the ones, like, that you're so good. Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a woman. You have, to, you have to show me you're worth it. Like, fuck that. You have to show me you're worth it, too, man. Like, what the fuck? There's two people here. We have to show each other that we're worth it. It's not just on the guy. It's not just on one side. But yeah, I don't know, man. That that's that, that's what I think of that. Um, and yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and just wrap this episode up. Um, if you liked it, go ahead and follow this podcast. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Ask Frank. Uh, follow me on Instagram, same thing, Ask Frank. Um, also, I do have a Patreon page that if you want to support the show and you want to support the channel, uh, definitely go on there. There's different tiers um, that you guys could check out with like different perks. Uh, totally optional don't need to do it but if you do i would greatly appreciate it uh but other than that you guys have a kick-ass day